So those are kind of conversations we don't like to have with people, but it's necessary because you don't want to sit around and wait on people. You don't want to be taken advantage of. We have a service and we have to provide that service and we can't provide that service unless the family works in conjunction with us. Solid, Solid. sustaining, and successful. You're listening to the Speech Therapy Private Practice Startup Podcast with your host, Kyle Meads, speech and language pathologist. Listen, learn, and prosper as we share our experience and knowledge so that you can improve your business and your life one podcast at a time. Well, hello, everyone. You're listening to the Speech Therapy Private Practice Startup Podcast. This is episode number 13. My name is Kyle Meads, and I'm a speech pathologist since 1993, and these podcasts are designed to help you improve your business and your life one podcast at a time. I wanted to always start out and say thank you for all the follows on Twitter and all the emails and all the tweets. And it's just really cool to have this kind of feedback because, you know, when I'm sitting here behind this microphone, I'm kind of staring at this wall. I got a whiteboard here. I'm in my office. I got an office at home and I'm kind of here on the edge of the mountain here, North uh, Tucson. I'm in a really beautiful area, and I got a shadow in here. Kind of the sun's coming through, and the birds are outside. And it's a gorgeous day, and I'm talking into this microphone, right? And I always wonder, are you guys doing anything? And are you following these instructions? Or, you know, are you taking action? You know, I'm just kind of curious because, you know, I get these emails and, you know, hey, I want to be mentored by you. And I throw it back at you. And sometimes people just don't get back at me. Some people say thanks, but no thanks. But it's just nice to know, hey, are you guys doing anything with this information? I really think it's valuable information. This is the kind of stuff that I wanted when I started my own private practice, and I couldn't find it anywhere. I mean, I downloaded some PDFs, and I went on some websites, but I couldn't find the good, solid information like checklist. Do this, do this and do this, and then you can have this. I just didn't find that. So that's why I'm throwing this out there for you guys for free. And I just want to know, hey, leave some comments for me at the bottom. If you go to privateslp.com, you'll see this blog post. And at the bottom, they got a place for comments. Hey, shoot me some comments. Let me know what you guys are finding valuable so I can kind of steer this podcast, which now has like over 3,300 listeners. It's really cool from all over the world. But I can steer this thing the way you guys want it to go because I got the microphone right here. Hey, I wanted to also tell you I have one space left for the perfect student. I have some time this summer to work one person in. So, you know, the perfect student is going to work with me weekly. It's a minimum of a six-month commitment and it's not free, but it is affordable. And I really think that the person who gets this spot is going to learn so much information. You're not only going to get the ability to fly into Tucson and work with me for a week, you know, for seven straight days, you're going to see the clinic, you're going to see the home health agency that we have, you're going to see how we bill it, how we collect it, how we schedule it, how we get the referrals, how we fax it, how we answer our calls, our systems, everything that we do 
You are going to get that information too. And I will personally work with you one-on-one to make sure that you get the best information. You're just going to be blown away if you can do it. I mean, again, I get a lot of emails from people. Hey, I want to do this. And I throw it right back at you and nobody does anything with it. I don't hear from people any longer or, you know, once in a while I'll get a thank you and I appreciate your response. But, you know, again, this stuff is kind of hard. This is not easy stuff. This is a long game. And on the last podcast, I talked a lot about that. This is a long game. And when you start a monster like a home health or a speech therapy, private practice business, you're in for the long haul. You can't get flaky. You got to show up, suit up and get it done. And for the right person, if you're listening right now, I want you to send me an email to Kyle at privateslp.com. And I want you to put the perfect student in the subject line of that email. And I want you to tell me about yourself, where you are in this journey for private practice and what you want to accomplish. And I will help you. And if it's a good fit, if it's a good fit between you and me, I will personally help you. But you got to take the first step. You got to get into action. Send me an email. Don't be scared. Don't be shy. Come on, do it. And I will help you for the right person. You will see that this will change your life. And I tell you, it's going to happen. Also, I want to read an email that I received from a lady named Christina. She's up in New York. And, you know, I sent her a reply recently, and I just got to thinking about this email that Christina sent me recently this month. This is May 2016. And, you know, I said, I'm going to really do a podcast on this because this is really good. This is a great email. So, Let me read it to you. It says, Hi, Kyle. I recently relocated to New York City to live closer to family, and now I'm working at a big home care agency. I'm considered an independent provider, which means I pay my own taxes and insurance, and I do my own scheduling and paperwork. The agency takes care of payment processing through early intervention and insurance for patients, and they just refer cases straight to me. I have thought about going into private home care a lot as of recent, especially as an independent provider. I feel as if I'm doing half the administrative work already, and I am excited to learn more about the financial aspects of the business, and I have not yet experienced too much of that. As such, I really enjoy your podcast and all the valuable information you offer to so many of us in SLP. A big question I have at the moment is whether or not you use any type of special software to manage your appointments for home health care, or if you have tips to better manage location-based services. I would love to hear how you do it. And there's a big old smiley face there. And all the best. And thanks again for all the great tips and pointers. Thank you, Christina. Well, Christina, that's an excellent question. I know you already got my email reply, but I actually slept on this and thought of a lot of information for you. So I wanted to make this into a podcast. So here it goes. Really, what I thought was, you're doing all the work anyway. Why don't you just go ahead and get your own early intervention contract? And in the state of New York, I can't really speak for your state, but I know in Arizona, it's a process. You know, you can go ahead and carve out about six months for that process. But hey, you know, start Googling, you know, special needs and early intervention, New York, developmental disabilities, New York, and start looking on those government websites and find some contact information and just throw it out there and put in that email. Hey, you know, I'm a speech pathologist and I've done this for so many years and I want to help kids and adults. 
and please give me the information that I need so I can obtain a contract to provide services and speech therapy. That's how I did it here in my state. And you would be amazed. Finally, after sending out a few email feelers out there, you'll get somebody that will just say, hey, this is the person you talk to. This is the man or the woman you want to reach out to. Hey, you can pick up the phone and call them. They might give you their number. They might give you their direct email, but do it and go ahead and also follow these steps too. What I suggest is get incorporated and you know, you can go talk to a lawyer and pay a few thousand bucks. We've done this three times now. I use the services of a good paralegal here in Tucson and she's wonderful and she's very inexpensive. The last time I incorporated, it was actually a few months ago. It was under, uh, it was like 400 bucks. It was like 370, I believe it was. It was so inexpensive and it took about two weeks. I had my name already picked out and the paralegal just gave me a questionnaire. I filled it out with my name that I wanted, the address. And also too, when you do your address for your business, don't use your home address because when you use your home address, you're going to get all kinds of solicitations through the mail and stuff like that. Go ahead and get a UPS box. Use that address as your point of contact when you register your business. So it kind of gives a buffer between you and the public too. So it's kind of a privacy thing, but use that address, get incorporated. After you get incorporated, what you should do is go ahead and apply for a tax ID number. And when you get that tax ID number, you can do that online. You want to get an NPI number. You take all those articles of incorporation, tax ID number to the bank. You get a business checking account. You want to get some general liability, some professional liability insurance. And once you get all those things, you can apply for that contract. Once you get the contact person in your state's information, you can apply for a contract under your business name because you've already got it done. And once you get that contract, you can go ahead and start seeing people, like I said in the first few podcasts I started, in the home setting. So you can kind of start working in the homes and in certain areas. And you wanted to know about scheduling. There's nothing really magical about scheduling, but I do know one thing you have to do that we don't learn a lot about in graduate school, and that's clarity. You have to be very clear about scheduling your patients. So, you know, when you have a list of patients that you need to choose from in a certain area, you want to work in areas. For us, we work within five square miles from a dot on the map. And once you work from that dot on the map, you speak to patients in that area and you say, hey, I've got two openings in your area. You give them a choice of two and you say, I've got a one o'clock or a two o'clock. Would you like one of those appointments? And then you wait and the family might say, well, you know, I can't do that. I'm available on a Wednesday, but I just don't have anything available on a Monday. And you can simply say, and again, we don't learn this in graduate school. You know, I'm only in your area on a Monday, but I will keep your name and details and if something opens up on that day you want, you know, I'll call you back. And then sometimes the family will go, you know what, I can make it work on Monday and I can take that one o'clock. And you want to be very clear. You know, I have 17 people waiting for an appointment, but I will give you this appointment and it's going to be a weekly appointment. And if there are any no-shows or excessive cancellations, unfortunately, I've got many people who want this appointment, so I'm going to have to move on. Conversations we don't like to have with people, but it's necessary because you you don't want to sit around and wait on people you don't want to be taken advantage of. We have a service and we have to provide that service and we can't provide that service unless the family works 
in conjunction with us. So that is either you're on board with us or you're not on board with us. And again, those are the conversations that are kind of hard to have because you're creating a boundary there. You're creating the opportunity to give that family a way out or they can keep the appointment. So that's how we do it. I basically go far out on my five square miles from a dot on the map and I work my way back towards home. So if I am starting at point A and I've got six patients scheduled that day, I try to go all the way to the top of that list to the furthest distance away and then I'm working my way back home. And again, it's really nice though when you get those families that work with you and they know that you're busy and they do respect your time and you respect their time as well. It's a two-way street. You have to respect their time and show up and suit up and be there on time and they'll respect you too. So that's my answer for that part of the question. Also, you know, as far as calendars, we use Office Ally Calendar. It's free in our clinic and, you know, it's a great program. We use that for billing, but the calendar part of it, that's good too. I've heard of people use Google calendars. It is secure. As far as HIPAA, I'm not sure about that. If you do have some information on Google calendars and HIPAA compliance, please leave a comment below and let us know about that. But I really suggest that Christina, at least go ahead and start working and learn the process of getting people on board and scheduling and building a caseload and managing that caseload. And then over time, go ahead and do these suggestions that I'm putting out there for you and go ahead and get incorporated, get your tax ID, get your insurance, get the MPI number, get all that ready. So when it comes time to slowly work in your own private practice, you'll be ready for that. So I hope this has been a good episode. I hope this has given you guys some very good information. And as always, I would appreciate if you go to iTunes and leave some good quality feedback for me, some five stars. That way, other people, when they're looking for speech therapy, private practice podcast, they'll find it too. And they can get the same valuable information for free that you're getting. So again, I hope this has been helpful. This is Kyle Meads and thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the Speech Therapy Private Practice Startup Podcast. For more information on Speech Therapy Private Practice Startup or to stay connected with Kyle, please visit privateslp.com.